Hey friends, this is Dana Seymour, your podcast editor, and welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We're so glad you're joining us today with a new Revving the Word. But before we start the playlist, I want to invite you to join us for Impact, a five-day, four-night retreat at the beautiful Lost Canyon Retreat in Williams, Arizona. You won't want to miss out. If you felt the heaviness of the season, then Impact is a place for you to come away and connect with the love of God, where we teach the fresh message of hope. While at Impact, you'll lose what's been weighing you down and come home lighter, free, and ready to share the good news of Christ. And we all need some good news. Early bird registration closes March 26 and includes a $100 discount, so don't wait. The registration link is in the show notes. Hope to see you on the mountain at Impact. And now for our Revving the Word. We hope you enjoy the show. And as always, if you love this podcast as much as we do, please share with a friend. We hope you have a wonderful day. Be blessed. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, shake it out a bit. Shake your hands, shake your shoulders a bit. Loosen yourself as we engage. Notice if you're clenching your jaw, your shoulders are tight, just relax. (laughs) We are about to get limbic which you all know that means that part of your brain that is, you just naturally do what you do. You are a mover. (laughs) You do it without thinking. And our limbic brain, the emotional part of who we are, you are energy in motion. Your emotions help you move out into the world with whatever desires you have. So I declare over you, may they be good. I pray you're here because you know you are a good work, good workmanship created for good works. Paul tells us that in Ephesians. That we are God's workmanship created for good work. Now the other part of us is that we're prone to work. So please do this from a spirit of you get to do this. You do not have to do this. You don't have to do anything. The world is an invitation. Your life is an invitation. You don't have to. You get to. So welcome to another time of Revving the Word. I'm Elisa Keaton, founder of Revelation Wellness. Been going for 10 years now, and we've been revving the Word. My goodness, maybe five years, six years? I don't know. (laughs) So let's... Move our bodies and renew our minds. What do you say? 
Let's be worshipers in spirit and in truth. The spirit animates you, moves you. That's why you're, you're just prone to life. You're bent for life to take another breath. Spirit animates you, motivates you, and the truth sets you free and keeps you free, guys. It's not the love. The spirit and the truth, that's all under the umbrella of love. God is love, and so he created, and out comes you. Long before he laid the foundations of the earth, he had you in mind for this moment, right now. So let's pray. God, here we are. Your ideas coming to you with all of who we are, with all our emotion, with all our thoughts with all our desires and all our ability. Would you please, God, write it, write it all, R-I-G-H-T, and write the day, script this day for us. We would walk about it upright according to your ways. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, in your body right now, you're on a scale of one to 10 with your efforts. Anything above a five, you are moving on purpose. Going about your life is one through four. A four might happen when you're putting groceries away, cleaning the house a bit. Shoot, cleaning the house takes you up. That's a physical activity. All right. Sitting and standing. Up, down, up, down. Flights of stairs to get to where you got to go. Walking to and from the parking lot, the grocery store. It's a four. One through four. But now we're moving and today you will have some interval invitations. It's up to you. You want to do them. But for now, start moving towards a six, seven, comfortable work. Moderate intensity right now. You're not giving too little and you're not giving too much. So a question for you. How's your life? How's your life? A few weeks ago, we've been doing the ways of Jesus. We did the art of slow. We did the art of patience. Jesus was patient. It was a way he moved through the world. But today, we're going to press in to the fact that Jesus is life. He is life. I read to you from John 1, verse 1. 
think in pictures as I speak these words and you move your feet and you take in breath and you are present to this moment in the world around you. Look around because creation declares his goodness, right? He's clearly seen in all that is good. And he's at work in all that is not good. So here we go. This is John, the disciple, writing his version of the gospel, written to persuade people to believe in Jesus. That's what the gospels do. I love the gospels, I'm stuck on them. Because I want to know Jesus and all these other things will add up. So starting in verse one, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. And this is our verse today. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. This is the word of the Lord. Sometime today, don't grab your phone, but grab your Bible. I know you have Bibles on your phones. And put your hand on that Bible, on that brick and mortar Bible. And just declare, this is God. Declare it with authority. This is God. Now, is it really God? Is God a few hundred pieces of paper between a leather, two leather pages and a spiral bound? No, of course not. Because God is spirit. But there will come a day that I will leave this earth and I sure hope my children, you know what they will have? These podcasts. So hi, Jack and Sophia. I love you. And I'm with you. My words, they endure. The words that are written in the Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but the word will endure forever. And the beginning, everything was made at his word and these pages these words that we read they are god himself speaking to us making he making his appeal to us so in the beginning was who god is the word God 
was with the word Jesus and Jesus the word was God he was in the beginning with God see that Jesus Father God and some of you might be saying well where's the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is right here right now with you moving you giving you understanding for what you are going to learn today about you but most importantly what you are going to learn about God this word is here to teach you about God because if we learn about God then we will fall into proper alignment with the one who made us the one who was the one who is and the one who is to come all things were made through him nothing was made that was not with him he's aware of everything smartphones <laughs> high fructose corn syrup now he's aware of these things meaning there's an authority okay he can do that right he signs off he lets there's nothing that passes through his hands that isn't for him we would choose everything is about choosing life is this thing adding life to me because as we will learn later in John 14 6 Jesus will say I am the way I am the truth I am the life and Paul I'm sorry John hints at this in verse 4 in him was life and the life was the light of men if we don't have life we are disconnected from the source our origin in the beginning there was life and this life was God yeah and it's the light of you and it's the light of me on a scale of one to ten push to an eight life is found in Jesus say that with me real life life is found in Jesus in him was life and the life was the light of men what lights you up is the life of Jesus Jesus in you stay in eight real life everyone not social media life not virtual reality life real life question pull back how long has it been since you've tasted real life this is really important guys let me give you some descriptions of, of life 
belly laughs, good meals with good company, meals that you want and like. Come on. Seeing beautiful things, cuddling a baby, a puppy, accelerate to an eight. Deep connection with others, tears, goosebumps, butterflies in our stomach, life, real life. Be an eight. God, we pull the plug today on life support. Wake us up to enjoying you, real life. Turn on the light inside of us. The life of Jesus coursing through our veins, pushing through our breath. Life. Pull back. How long has it been? I'm gonna go quiet and I want you to just ask the Holy Spirit, when's the last time you remember? Here's the good news. You don't have to remember. He does, so just ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, remind me the last time I had real life. Just life and a light from the inside of me. And you guys, no shame if you're like, it's hard, I can't remember. We've all been buried alive. We have all been disconnected. The world has been unplugging you. Every time you plug in, it cuts the cord. But today, we get it back. How long has it been since you tasted real life? Just move your body comfortably, moderate intensity. All right, as you know, I can only come here and teach you what I know. <laughs> and what I know is that we, whoo, many of us <laughs> are the dying living when we are to be the living dying. You know what I mean? We're dying. We just, we're barely holding on, but we're living. From what we've lived through in the chaos of the world, the loud, the busy, the output, the constantly within reach of somebody's need, constantly measuring ourselves against something else we've seen or heard. Come on. 
come on. We are being formed by the world. And this world belongs to the prince of darkness. It has been turned over to Satan, God's enemy. It says in scripture, to be a friend of the world is to be an enemy of God. We are not friends to the world. But we are here to bring life, real life, abundant life, and a life that goes on and on, a wellspring of life. Jesus tells the woman in the well in John 4 to drink of him, because the water that he gives never ceases to overflow. real life. This is a woman who's been going from man to man, running from shame to shame, outcasted. And he says, come to me, drink. The water I will give you is life. Real food and real drink real life is found in Christ alone. Nice and easy. We are going to do some intervals. All right. Lately, I just became very aware. Woo, I am dying and living. I'm the dying living. And I should be the living dying. The living dying are those who are living sacrifices. But life, I'm living. Whatever I give away only gives me more life. And if I'm honest with you, I have been hanging on. Feeling like I'm dying, doing what I can to push some life out. And that's why we have to come back and study the ways of Jesus and then not just study them, but do them. Accelerate, go, nine. Yeah, nine. to a seven or a six. We are to be plugged in to this source of life. And I don't even want to think plugged in because you know what? Someone can pull the cord if there's a plug. But if you just jump in, like get in to that energy. <laughs> it's like the difference between standing next to a waterfall or getting in it. Get in him. Because in him was life. It doesn't say next to him was life or plugged into him was life. Or if you hang out around him, you'll get some life. In him. In him. Holy Spirit, 
How do we go deeper? How do we get in? Accelerate. Nine. Listen, at a nine, it is not comfortable, but it won't last long. Wake up. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. In him was life. In him is your life. Not hanging out around him. This is why the disciples were around him, hanging out, still missing it. Because Jesus said, you want me to go away? Because something better is coming. The Holy Spirit is going to get in you in you so you are now the source of life just like me accelerate five four three two and pull back. Come on. Are you awake? Listen, if this is not giving you life, I promise you, stop. Do a be still. Stop it. You are running the rat race. You are stuck on the treadmill. And you think one more jolt of your man-made energy is going to give you what you need. You got to get in him. I N. It's a preposition that is intimate. It is get deeper, lost in him. In him. Yeah. We're here talking about our bodies. And you know there's some intimate ways that we connect in intimacy where there is a entering in. Come on. Intimately go deeper. And intimacy, everyone, guess what? It requires privacy. We're all so busy working on our public space because everything is public now. Everything is coming to the light and it's exposing. So if you're gonna last in the light, you have got to be developed in the dark. You gotta have things about you that are only seen by God, searched by God, pulled out by God. And you're gonna need to make time for that. This is why, friends, Sabbath, Sabbath, rest, they are very important. Pull back. Some of you need to stand still. If you do not have rhythms of rest, margins, where you, you only go so far and this is it, I'm putting my phone down, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to eat this meal, I'm going to slow down, I'm going to be patient, I'm going to think kindly, 
And that's a private place. See, people are busy being public about their good deeds. And God says, well, I hope you enjoy that reward because that's all you're getting. When there was more. Verse five says that the light shines in the darkness. You wanna find more life? Pull away. Go into the darkness, go into the wilderness. Go into the hidden place. Get your life. I cannot tell you what life is for you, but I can tell you, I can definitely tell you, you'll know it when you see it when someone else has it. John 6:35, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Life is in partaking in him and remembering his suffering. Come to him. Get your life. Get your life. Everyone repeat this. I'm getting my life today. I am getting my life back. Which means the public light has to dim. Because in Him, in a personal place with Him, where you are walking, talking, thinking, resting in Him is what matters most. Pull back. We got a couple songs together. Good job on the workout effort. So many dying to live. Calm yourself, cool down, keep moving. So I asked you the question, what, what does it mean for you to have life? And where are you getting your life? So many of us just surviving. And I think about this, that I was praying about this. I was like, Lord, what is this equal to? And he brought me back to what I worked at Costco. Oh, yes. I used to work at Costco. And y'all, no disrespect to anyone who works at Costco, but I hated it. Whew. I had to work there. And actually, it was a gift. I had to put myself through college. I had no money and happened to fall into this job at Costco. It was a God, totally a God provision because I made more money at that job than I could anywhere else. But I still hated the job. I just, every time, if you are with me and we're walking into a Costco and you know, there's that sound of the fan, that fan that blows, it's there to keep the flies out because they keep the warehouse door open. 
The minute I hear that fan, I feel that gust of wind, I feel like I'm entering a prison. Because my heart at that time in my life, I was living in the orphan spirit. I was just, I was dying, but living. And many, many a days, I didn't have much to eat. I couldn't afford food. You know, college days. I didn't live in the dorm where you could go to the cafeteria and get whatever you want because your parents paid for you to be in the dorm where you got the scholarship. No, I was living with, no joke guys, at one point, 10 other people in a four bedroom house. I was in the projects making it happen because I had made a commitment to myself I'm gonna get an education mostly my mother <laughs> continued my whole life to say you're not gonna be like me you're gonna get an education you're gonna get a college degree you're gonna get a college degree and she drove it into me but I had no resources for it but God provided God provided and honestly it's because of the time I was at the university that I fell into this. I fell into this. And that's a long story about life. Because I really didn't come to life until I was doing what I was meant to do, even if it meant I had no money. So when I asked the Lord to give me a picture of this the life that we have in him and yet what are we doing what are we how are we existing today on the earth he said you know he showed me remember it reminded me of when i was at costco this was back in the day when they had samples i don't know if they do it anymore honestly because i never go there <laughs> i never i do not have a costco membership sometimes i wish i did i just haven't I haven't gone through the hassle. But back when I was there, you could tour around and get some samples. And some days I didn't have any food. <laughs> I didn't have the money to go grocery shopping. I just had to make it to payday. So I would kindly cruise the aisles on my lunch break. Oh. And then there were the days that the bagel bite lady was there. <laughs> and they were very generous on those samples. Usually you could get a whole bagel bite, maybe half. And some sample people, reps of the companies that they were, the products they were sampling, some were nice, some were not. Most were not, because they knew some people are just not gonna, some people just want the sample they're never gonna buy. And I had no intention of buying. And I would eat the sample and I'd be hungry for more. And so I would go for a walk, cruise around, come back, try to do it again, look if there's a crowd there, maybe I can sneak in, reach my hand, get another one, she won't see me. Man, on the really good days, I could get three passes before it became obvious. And on the really, really good days, the sample people were just real nice. And they would 
give the workers quite a bit. So kind. Man, that's a ministry. And yet they're still working for a company. And I just have this picture of us, all of us in life right now, we're just taking little samples, trying to survive. You know, in the, the life of a few more calories, another hit of this or that, we're just scrounging around. And I want you to see the picture of God, your Father. He's the person serving the samples. He's the person. And his eyes are kind. And he's so excited that you would take a sample. And then, if you like it, he escorts you back and shows you where there's more. And then you look at the price tag of that massive box of bagel bites. You're like, I can't afford it. And he says, shoot, you don't have to. It's all free. Give it, take it. But remember, just remember where you got it. Come get more anytime you need it. He owns Costco. He owns everything in this world. Our God is the source of everything. In Him, all things were made through Him. Without Him, nothing was made. Everything, your job, money, your marriage, your children, relationships, everything. And so we need to just stop our drive-bys. We need to be with Him. And you know what happens when you're with Him? You're filled, you're satisfied. You have life when you're with Him. And not only that, next thing you know, you're standing next to Him, handing out samples, <laughs> showing people where they can get more and saying it's free. You don't have to pay, there's no, no strings other than no. This is the source of life. And this, this man, the owner of this company, he's paid for it all, you can have it. And they would say, what's the catch? Just remember to come back here to get more. That's the catch. No one else is gonna give to you freely. And then when you find yourself in other places trying to get filled and fed and you feel the demands that are placed on you because it's just part of life. Listen, I have, Revelation Wellness has 30 employees. They do not get their life here in Revelation Wellness. They don't get their life working here. They get their life in Christ. They're provided for through Christ. But I'm telling you, no better way to lose good work, good workers, people, than people who become about the work and not the one, the workman, the one, the one who gave us a job in the first place.
So rhythms of rest have to be in place. Hard stops. No, I'm spending time with my father on these days at these times because in him is life. And that life is the light of me. I can show up to the world and to the workplace, to others who are hungry with a light inside of me. If we find Jesus, we find the source of life and not the sample. Eternal life. Later on, Jesus will rebuke the religious people, the hardworking people, the rule-keeping people. When he says, you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it's they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. Anyone else need to work on their coming? Yeah, seek first the kingdom over and over. Come to him. You eat three times a day, most likely. I hope so. Come to him. Y'all, habit stack. When you sit down to eat, say a prayer, not because it's the kind and polite thing to do, but because you're drawing near to him, to life, the one who gave you the bread, and the one who is the bread of life. If your life doesn't have vitality and energy coursing through your veins and your mind, then something's really off. You're not the living dying, you're the dying living. Get back to living. And then dying <laughs> won't feel so bad. It'll be a get to. Because you know where your source of light comes from. Energy. Light is another way of thinking of energy. Light. The sun gives us light. It's emitting energy into the plants that we then consume. So we have energy. It's photosynthesis. God's created us inside this cycle of life. So how many of you are on life support right now? You have a pulse, but you aren't pulsating with life. Say this with me. I want my life. I want my life. Holy Spirit, I want my life. The life that I was made to live in Christ. I want the life that Jesus died for me to have, and I want nothing less. I leave you with three practicals to getting plugged, not only plugged, but submerged into the river of life. Not just putting your feet in, but you're found in it. One, set reminders. Put some reminders on your phone, some alarms. We got enough notifications going off telling us that we need to be doing this and that, sucking the life from us, 
set reminders. Scripture. Right? Scripture. Remind yourself. Remind. Remember. Reconnect back to the source of your life. I have reminders on my phone to go off so I can dwell on his scripture for a couple minutes throughout my day. He's the source. He is life. And in him with life is the light inside of me. Next, leave space. Sabbath. Like be vigilant, adamant. These are my no space, no. No to work, no to demands, no. Places where you are intimate, no one else sees you, you're gone, you're offline. You're in your father's house. Leave space, make space. Nobody gets to say I don't have time. That's not true, that's a lie. You have it, you just don't wanna spend it. And you'll know the result will be hanging on on life support. And finally, seek and find. All day long, seek and find. Look for signs of life, life. Thank you, God, for this time. Thank you that you've heard these cries that you're putting it in our spirit, that there's more for us, that there is abundant life. John 10 10 reason why you came that you came that we would have life Zoe life which is the state of one who possesses vitality absolute fullness of life a life that is active and vigorous devoted to God and blessed we are here for that have your way teach us what we need to do each of us uniquely to have life and let that life inside of us be a light that attracts the hungry and the hurting and the hunted to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.